Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Millennial Business Podcast, brought to you by Millennial Girls Media, where we teach you how to live, lead, create, and earn like a millennial. Our generation knows that technology and the way people do business over the next few years is going to blow your mind. So, if you want to stay up to date and relevant in this ever-changing world, strap in and get ready for the ride of your life. I'm your host, Taylor Victoria, and I'm going to teach you how millennials do business. All right, guys, welcome back to the Millennial Business Podcast. I am so, 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 so excited to be joined today by my amazing friend, Amanda, who I met here in Bali. Amanda, thank you for so... uh, uh. (laughs) Amanda, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Yes, I am so excited to do this. I am not in Bali right now and I am missing being in Bali So and missing you. So I'm so excited we can chat. I miss you as well. And you look sort of cold in your long sleeve shirt and I'm like sitting in here sort of sweaty, like my face is shining (laughs) in the the recording. But you know, that's just, that's, that's Bali life. And it's Bali life. Yeah. I miss you. Come back already. I didn't want you coming. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Um, awesome. So I know a little bit about your story, obviously, from where we met. We spoke about different things, but I would really love for you to share with the audience about your story and how you got to where you are today, because it's pretty epic. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I was working a corporate nine to five, like in America. Um, I'm from America, if you didn't know. Um, But yeah, corporate nine to five in America, like a lot of people, I feel like starting off um, had nothing to do with anything, not my degree, like just completely random. Um, It actually wasn't a terrible job, to be honest. Most people are like, did you hate it? And I was like, not completely. Um, But it just, I saw the trajectory of my future. And I was like, if I don't get out now, it is only going to be harder. Um, so I made a plan, um, to just sell everything and move to Thailand. And all I knew is that I wanted to start my own business, work online and not live in America anymore. That was literally it. (laughs) I had no clue how I was going to make this work. No clue what I was actually going to do. Um, but I just started consuming, um, you know, podcasts all about mindset, personal development, business, all this stuff. So I was just like all consumed in it. Um, and I'm a very type A person. You'll probably get that very clear by the end of this Enneagram type three, if it'll all make sense. Um, so I of course had like a backup plan. Um, so I decided to get certified to teach English. I was going to teach English online just to supplement my income while I figured everything out. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's pretty much exactly what I did. So I was kind of lost for the first couple months, to be honest. I tell lots of stories about that, um, as far as how not to do things starting off. (laughs) Um, but eventually I started a graphic and web design business, um, self-taught completely, absolutely loved it. Um, I made over 5k my very first month in business, um, Mm -hmm. and grew it since grew it from there. Um, and I realized that although I love design, um, I really loved the social media marketing and actual business strategies. So I kind of like cold Turkey quit everything in my design business, took a month off and hired a coach, joined a group program and started my coaching business. And that was about five months ago. Um, and since then I have booked out my private clients. I have built a group program, a course, and am on track to hit six figures um, by January or February. So we have just had a hell of a year. I love it. I absolutely love it. And guys, you obviously won't know this because you didn't see Amanda at the co-working space like I did, but she was there like, 
whoa, she is one hardworking lady. Like I would get there. She'd already been there for an hour or two. I would leave and she would stay till like one or two o'clock in the morning. This is like, Amanda, you are just like so, so dedicated and so hardworking. It's insane. Like I don't think I've ever met anyone that really wants to see that really is so dedicated to their dreams and their goals like you are. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, a bit of a blessing and a curse, right? You know, we definitely need some life balance in here. And I've heard yes. a lot of that from you about being, you know, rather than doing and mm-hmm. taking that. But I am just the kind of person that as soon as it gets in my head, like mm. from hell or high water, whether it's a good or a bad thing, like I'm making it happen. And, yep. um, and that's kind of just been the driving force behind things. Yeah. Amazing. And, and I've been following along on your socials since you left Bali and um, you recently attended an event, uh, the international entrepreneur with Sabrina Phillip and uh, your, the shift I can, I can see from your Instagram, the shift in your mindset and your goals and how, uh, sorry, where you want to take your business like at, in the end of this year and next year, because literally you were like, I'm going to hit six figures by the end of the year. And I was like, damn, that's really fucking soon. Like, and you just like, literally that event has helped you so much to just completely up level everything in terms of your mindset and your business for someone who is I know you've just run your five days to 5k um, mini training on your Insta stories, which was epic. I watched the whole thing Um, for someone who maybe isn't hitting that 5k mark and, and they didn't get to listen to your amazing interest Insta story. Do you want to share some of the value that you provided in terms of like how people can get to their first 5k in their business? Yes, absolutely. So I feel like I get asked this question a lot, especially because it's kind of part of my story as far as, Mm -hmm. you know, my very first business with web and graphic design made over 5k my first month out of the gate. Um, And almost the same thing with my coaching business. Um, Mm -hmm. My second month in business, I made over 5k with that right out of the gate. So um, I feel like everyone kind of has those goals, right? Of like 5k, 10k, right? You know, it's not a bad thing to have because we do kind of want those benchmarks to chase after, but there are definitely some significant shifts that I saw not only within myself, but also I see with a lot of my clients for taking it kind of from that level in the beginning, I would say maybe like zero to two, zero to three K mark, um, and up leveling, whether that's that 5k or 10 K mark there. Um, and I think one of the biggest things is that you need to have systems and processes and you need to have a foundation set in place before Mm. you can tackle anything else. Because a lot of people, they're like, I want to start an online business. I want to start something. I'm not sure what it is. And they're going to dive in. And that's always something I recommend. You got to kind of dive in to figure it out Um, and you can get by for a little while, right? Like you can kind of have some one-off clients, some here and there, and you can make one to, you know, $3,000 a month by doing that. Um, but to really actually start to scale your business, you have to have processes in place and you have to start treating your business like an actual business 
rather than I'm making money online, I'm freelancing, I'm trading skills. Mm. And so some of the things that I tell people, whether it's logistical or inner work that you really have to do to treat that business like a business is you have to really step into that next level and start acting like it before you're, um, before you're already there. So for me, I always tell people like, I knew from the beginning, like I want a multiple six figure business, hell, even seven figure business in the end of this. Um, you know, I want to make, make, a, make waves in this industry. I want a name for myself. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but I'm here to show up. I'm here to play. And I think one of the biggest mindset shifts is for me from day one, there was no other option. Um, mm. I didn't know how it was going to work, but there was no other option to go back to a corporate job. There was no other option for me not to succeed. Um, and I was going to figure it out one way or another. And I wasn't afraid to fail. Um, I wasn't afraid to just try things. And this has been from even before starting my business. Um, I tried like e-commerce. I tried a lot of different things that people don't hear about. And I just didn't care. I was going to go all in on whatever I did and figure Mm -hmm. it out. Um, but the other thing is not only was there no other option for me, like I just said, I also went all in on whatever I did. So I was not playing small and I was not thinking small. Um, and I was not investing small. So Mm. I actually invested in my first business coach, um, actually right before I started my coaching business, right after I shut down my design business was almost bringing in zero income. (laughs) Um, and I was paying, you know, over 2k a month to my business coach and a group program, but I had enough faith in myself that again, I knew there was no other option. I knew I was fully committed and I knew I was capable of figuring it out. Yeah. Um, and I think that learning to have that trust in yourself, um, and also being clear on what you want, even if you don't know how to get there, mm. is going to carry you so far because you are not going to know how to get there. Right. You're never going to, I always tell people from point A to point B, we make a plan so that we have a direction, but we don't make a plan to follow it step by step by step and get upset yeah. when you don't take the next step. Yeah. You make a plan to have a direction, but the biggest thing with entrepreneurship is you need to be adaptable mm. because it's never going to turn out like you think it's going to be. <laughs> never, never. And even no matter how hard you try, it just, it never goes to plan and you really have to accept that um, and be open to changing and you may have these goals and think, okay, this is how I'm going to hit my first 10 K month or whatever. And, um, then maybe you only make seven K the way you thought, but then there's an extra three K that came in from some other source of income that you didn't think about. Um, the first time when you were planning to hit your first 10 K. So, um, you always have to be open to new opportunities, I think, which, um, seems like something that has really helped you. And so after you, after you went this went to this event, so you were obviously hitting your consistent 5K months and now you're, well, you were probably hitting more than that. I'm pretty sure you're hitting more than that because of yeah. what I've been watching on your Instagram stories. But anyway, you're making money and now you want to hit six figures by the end of the year. Tell me yes. about the mind sh- uh, mindset shift that had to happen for that. Yes. That's so- big. Six Ks is big for a lot of people. Yes, absolutely. So 
I think that the biggest thing is I was kind of still figuring things out to do it my own way. Um, and I think a lot of people do that as well is in the beginning, you kind of have to try things on for size. Um, you're consuming a lot of how does this person do this? How does this person run their business? Right. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think that, um, I think that in the beginning, you do have to kind of figure out bits and pieces of what's going to work for you. But the sh- one of the shifts that you have to make to get to those 5K months and, and beyond that is you have to take the bits and pieces, but you have to stop and think for yourself. And we get that snowball going, like you kind of get wrapped up in what you're doing. And, um, and we forget to kind of stop and think like, okay, this is how they do it, but how do I want to do it? Like, how do I want my business to look? And is the way that I'm doing it right now, even if it's working, like, is that what I want this to look like? Um, and for me, this is kind of something that even just recently after this event, I really took a hard look at that. I was kind of running my business, how a lot of other coaching businesses go. Cause that's just kind of what I saw, right? Like you have a lot of one-on-ones, Um, Maybe you launch some stuff. Maybe you don't. Some people launch more than others, but I love launches. I love launches. I love programs. Um, I love group atmospheres and masterminds. Like that is um, really where I thrive. I love my one-on-one clients too, right? But I love launches. And so one thing that I kind of realized for me is that I want to do more of that. Mm -hmm. I don't have to run my business the same as everyone else. And so I literally have kind of had a plan, of course, for the next couple months of my business, what I'm selling, what I'm doing. And I completely just shifted it to do more of what I wanted to do for the way that I wanted my business to also support my life because I travel a lot. So I cannot have 15 one-on-one clients because it just wouldn't support the type of lifestyle I want. And so the second shift that happened here is I started thinking bigger. Um, I was being kind of realistic. I had started to see what was working. My first group program was really successful. Um, and I was like, cool, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it the same way. Um, but I, I had this shift here where I was like, why, why am I just stopping there? Why not make this even bigger than it already is just because it worked and be better. Right. Um, and that's kind of the, the biggest thing is don't limit yourself. Like just because you are five months into your business that doesn't mean anything, right? You can go at whatever speed you want and you can make the business however you want it to look. Amazing. And so in terms of, I guess, because I know there's a lot of talk, especially in the business coaching world about like your product suite. And um, for people listening who don't know what that is, it's basically uh, all of the different products or packages that you offer as as, uh, a business or, or a coach or whoever you are. Um, after the, after the event, did you, did you shift a lot of things in your product suite or did you keep them sort of similar that you were to what you were already planning, but just like really take them to the next level and, and figure out how you can make them bigger and better? Yeah. So I actually kept my product suite the same. Um, my offers right now are honestly pretty, pretty simple. I do have plans of already new programs and stuff that are in the works. Um, but as far as what the actual offers were, they didn't change too much. What mostly changed was the balance, um, of what I was offering and 
like how many spots of everything I was offering. So the balance of how many one-on-one -on -one clients I have, the way that I was going to run my group program has now changed a little bit. And that has mm -hmm. been a big shift that's going to allow me to up-level quite a lot. Um, yeah. And also I have a course. Um, and so that is something as well that um, I have now built out a ton of funnels for um, that we're kind of like up leveling that completely so that it's also working for me and I'm not always selling 24 seven. Um, so some of those are just some examples. So I would say the biggest shift was not necessarily what I was doing, but how yeah. I was doing it. Amazing. And I guess that really ties in with the whole freedom lifestyle that you're trying to create for yourself because you obviously love travel, like you're in Thailand and then you moved to Bali and then you're back to, uh, then you went to Korea and then mm -hmm. America. And then you said, you're going to come back to Bali, which I'm holding you to. You promised you would come back. <laughs> Girl, I'm coming. <laughs> yes. Um, and so you really, I, and I think I'm the same freedom is one of my highest values. And that's, something that I think a lot of people struggle with when they do start their own businesses. Yes, they are trying to create that freedom for themselves, but then they just get so bogged down in working in their business. Don't spend enough, enough time working on their business so that they can cr actually create that freedom and that lifestyle for themselves. So if somebody is sort of feeling like they're a little bit trapped in their business and um, they do want some more freedom. Like what would be some first sort of steps that you would advise people to look at, um, in their businesses to how they could create more freedom for themselves? Yeah, such a good question. Um, the first thing I would say is I think a lot of people are like, okay, I, I want freedom. And, but to them, the first thing that comes to mind is actually what they don't want. Um, mm. and it's, I don't want what I currently have. I don't want the nine to five or I don't want to be bogged down by my business. And that's a good place to start. But in order to figure out the how we need to figure out where we're going and what that actually looks like. And I think this has been one of the biggest like shifts with me diving into entrepreneurship is I did not realize how much personal development and how much mm -hmm. mindset was was involved in this. I was like, Oh, business, yeah. right? Like, and there's so much business strategy, but as a business coach, like I, I, I teach mindset also, cause you can't not. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's part of it with like creating that freedom is figuring it out, figuring out what you want and what success looks like to you. And I think this yeah. has been really difficult for me because it was pretty clear for me from the beginning, what I wanted and what that looked like, but it's not for a lot of people. And for yeah. me, it was really hard to understand why other people didn't want what I wanted. Yeah. I was like, Oh, everyone wants this, but they don't. And so I think the biggest thing is you need to understand what you want and what success looks like to you. And you need to feel okay with that and empowered that like, that's your freedom lifestyle. That's mm -hmm. what it means to you because you need to figure out this goes back to building your business, how it's going to support you. And then also putting on blinders a little bit to be able to focus and know that this is what I want and everyone else doesn't want the same thing. And yeah. it's not even a bad thing. It's just that sometimes you need those blinders on to understand that like, I need to do what's best for me and to get me to where a place where I am like so happy and fulfilled with what I am doing, waking up every day in the life I've created. Yeah, totally. And, uh, and I, I so agree with that because freedom can look different for everybody. Like maybe you're a slightly older woman and you've got a couple of kids and to you freedom is 
um, being able to pick your kids up from school and then take them to soccer practice or um, go and watch their games on the weekend or um, having time to read uh, read them a book to go to sleep or something like that. Or maybe you're like a younger dude and freedom to you means like, being able to go away for the weekend with your friends. Whereas like freedom to us is moving to a different country and like living in a different, completely different culture to what we're expected to sort of live in. But um, that's not everyone's freedom. And I actually honestly do sometimes forget that. I'm, I'm like, why would everyone not want to live in Bali? Yeah, but like, I'm like, what? <laughs> I know, but some people would just like have no attraction to Bali. And I think they're crazy. But like, that's just my opinion. Their, their reality is they genuinely just aren't interested in Bali. And that is totally yeah. Everyone has their own different goals, their things, different things that they're trying to work towards. So I love that you sort of get everyone to figure out what freedom looks like to them and become very clear as to what they want to actually achieve because it can be so different for so many people, right? Right. And I think the second step to that is, yes, you need to figure out what it is and you need to like be okay. You need to um, like understand what that looks like for you and what success means. But then you also have to be okay with it because Mm. I think sometimes we we're like, okay, yeah. Like when you go through almost an exercise like that or chat about it, you're like, yeah, this sounds great. I do think this is what I want. Amazing. But you have to like truly feel that and be okay with that and like feel that in your soul that like, this is what I want. And it might take time. It's not something that I can assign you um, a homework assignment and you're just like, great, let me sit down and figure this out. Right. (laughs) Um, But I think where you truly become so like empowered to run your business and to just skyrocket the way that you want to is when you truly first have that clarity, but then Mm. secondly are okay with it internally and then have that confidence within that clarity of knowing Mm. what you want and knowing that you can go get it. Yeah, totally. And, and it's, it sucks because a lot of people don't have the confidence I've, I've Mm -hmm. figured out and, and I feel so blessed because I am quite confident in myself and who I am who I are, who, who I are, who I am and what I want to achieve in the world. But I know so many other young people are not so confident in that regard and really feel quite lost when it comes to, um, when it comes to that sort of stuff. Is there any advice that you give to your clients or um, people that you are working with in regards to actually figuring out what it is they want and, and, um, how, how they can, because so many people aren't confident with that. Like, how do they get the confidence to know if this is actually what they want or if it's not? Yeah, I, I would agree with you hundred percent. Like I would say confidence is almost the number one issue that mm. whether people are coming to me for email marketing, like, you know, it, it doesn't matter what it is. I think that yeah. is almost always like the underlying thing. So I would say that one thing that I say is that you need to really get clear on who you are. And most of the time, since I'm a business coach, this manifests through us figuring out your personal brand. Mm. Um, And most people just haven't ever, haven't ever been faced with this, this position in life where you have to figure out who you are question your beliefs, question your values, and then actually have permission to say, well, who do I want to be? Like, it's a two-part system of actually sitting down long enough to look internally and see like, who am I? What is it that I actually believe right now? And then being also open enough to search and just be like, 
do I want to stay that? Do I want that to still be part of my identity or am I giving Mm -hmm. myself permission to change and to fully embody something else? Because we can 100, I fully believe and uh, that we can 100% just change and grow even like our identity and who we are. Um, And this manifests in your business through your personal brand, through how you show up, um, but really everywhere. Like I will say energy is, it's a huge pillar um, within my business and everything that I um, teach and energy and confidence are so closely tied together. Um, And something that you can work on and you can dive deeper into, but there's, there's no magic pill for it. You just have to try things. You have to go for it and you have to be unafraid to just like go all in and then pivot. That's always my biggest thing. I'm like, go pivot, go pivot. You're Mm. going to figure it out along the way. Um, but instead of placing that confidence in a certain result or a certain goal, it's placing that confidence and, and gaining that comfort within just yourself because Mm. yourself is the constant that's going to be on whatever path or whatever it is that you're doing. And if you can be confident just in yourself, it can manifest through your business or whatever that you do. Yeah, totally. And, and I, I really relate to that because, um, the 10 year vision piece that my mentor taught me, Joel Brown, that I also now teach to my coaching clients. Um, you obviously like with your 10 year vision in every year that there are certain goals that you want to achieve, right? So, um, it might be speaking on stages. It might be writing a book. It might be Uh, doing this, doing that, whatever. You have the actual goals that you want to achieve, but then in every year of the vision within the different areas of your life, because there's eight different areas of life that we break it down by, you write I am statements for who you need to become to achieve that goal. Because it's great to have the goal, right? But if you're not trying to actively become the person that you need to be to achieve the goal, you're never going to achieve it. Because if you could achieve that goal being yourself as who you are now, you would have already achieved it. It would be easy for you to already achieve, but you need to change and you need to grow and you need to learn. And there's a different version, a better version of yourself that you need to become to achieve that goal. So you write, I am statements. Like for example, in my 10 year vision, I want to be a world-class speaker. So right now in my first year, my I am statement is I am actively going out there and, um, putting my name out there in the community to be um, a host and a speaker at free events around in Bali. And um, I'm always looking for opportunities as to how I can grow my speaking business and my speaking um, brand. So figuring out the I am statement for what you need to, who you need to become now so that you can achieve the, the actual goal in your vision. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because I'm, I'm huge on, I am statements. It's actually part of like my group program as well that we attack for starting your business, um, is because I, I love like, I love habits and like that aspect of, if you want to change your life, like you do it through that. And Mm. it's just, it, it goes so along with that because like the nature of who you are, your, your mind, your, it's, it's like all a connection between your, your thoughts and your actions and your feelings and who you are, who your identity is, your body, your, your mind and your body want to reaffirm. 
So if you and your identity are like, I'm a lazy person, you're going, your mind is going to seek out proof to like confirm that belief about yourself. And it's going to be really hard to act against your identity. So mm. everything that you come down to, whether it's you want to change confidence in yourself, you want to become a world-class speaker, or you simply just want to get up earlier every day, like no matter what level it's at, like yeah. if you can change your identity, you can change anything in your life. Totally. I was talking to this guy um, where I'm staying at the moment last night. Super cute, by the way. God damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we were chatting last night and he was saying um, that he's not an emotional guy. And he kept saying, no, I'm not an emotional guy. I'm not an emotional guy. And I said to him, can I offer you um, a piece of feedback? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I said, um, you keep saying that you're not an emotional guy, but the more you tell yourself you're not an emotional guy, then you're going to act in that way to reaffirm your subconscious belief that you're not an emotional guy. If you start telling yourself that you are an emotional guy all the time, then you're going to start showing more emotions because you're an emotional guy and then you will improve your relationships with everyone because you're more emotional. And he was like, exactly. I never thought of that before. And I was like, yeah, just... <laughs> Stop telling yourself that you're not an emotional guy and then like you will start to feel more emotions. And he yeah. was like so mind-blowing, mind which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, until I guess until you have someone share that with you or until you, like you don't know what you don't know, right? So if no right. one's ever shared that with you, you just let these stories and limiting beliefs hold you down and keep you in the same place. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. I love that example. Yeah. It, yeah. It was pretty funny. He was like super, super mind blown. Anyway. So let's change uh, direction a little bit now, sort of, um, because I really love to give some tactical advice to the audience towards the end. And you've already given some amazing advice in terms of like different mindset hacks and um, how to create more freedom in your business. But if someone isn't even at that point yet and they're just starting out and they know they want to start a business, but they're not quite sure what they want to do. It's sort of like you when you were first in Thailand. What, what's some sort of tactical advice you could give to the audiences to figure out how, like how to figure out what, to, what oh my God, my English. <laughs> First take communication. <laughs> what is some tactical advice that you could give to the audience if they're not quite sure how to figure out what they want to do? Yes. Uh, I love this question. Um, so I think that the number one thing you need to know that, especially in the beginning, if you're trying to figure out what to do is you need to learn how to be resourceful. And this yes. just needs to become part of who you are, part of being an entrepreneur. But I always say this, especially in the beginning is you need to be resourceful. Um, and you need to, you need to get out of the mindset shift, get over that limiting belief that you have no skills, that you have nothing to offer. Those are like the two most common things I hear people say. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is I never said I don't have any skills. What I said was, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to create the life that I want? So instead of saying, I don't have this, or I can't do this, or I'm not the right person, I'm not qualified, whatever it is, start asking yourself how, and then if it still isn't super clear, then this is the next step that we go to where you have to try things on. And I use, I'm terrible with analogies and this isn't even an analogy, but what I, what, how I always <laughs> describe this is you have to try on different hats and I have no yeah. clue why I describe it this way. This is just how it is. <laughs> you have to actually try on different hats. So yeah. if you like, 
I don't know what it is at this point. All I know is I want to work online. I want to run my own business, right? That's all you know right now. So it's yeah. like, okay, cool. How am I going to make it work? Mm, let's start exploring. Let's start doing some research. What are some marketable skills that people um, pay for, right? Let's start there. And then you're still like, mm, I don't know. I'm not really sure what would be best for me then try it out, right? So try learning um, social media management, try learning Facebook ads, um, try something out fully and then pivot from there. If you don't like it, guess what? It wasn't a waste of time. Two things, you learned something you didn't wanna do, so you actually are closer to your goal than you were before. And yeah. a lot of these skills are still that you're probably learning in the business realm. You're still going to be able to use them later. For example, I actually started very briefly with like Facebook ads and social media management before it was really a business. And I very quickly learned I didn't want to do that. Um, but those skills weren't a waste of time. Yeah. That knowledge has still helped me in mm. my design and my coaching business. Um, so I think that not yeah. being afraid to dive in and try things on for size is going to give you so much clarity through action. Yeah, definitely. And so just to finish off, because I know your program is amazing for helping people who are sort of in this, maybe not in that very, very start stage, but do you want to just share with the audience a little bit about your program? Because I know it's getting some of your clients some amazing results. I watch all of their testimonials and everything on your Insta stories. So can you share with the audience a bit about your laptop lifestyle program? Yes. Uh, this is like my favorite thing. I'm not allowed to have favorites, but I love this program. <laughs> um, so it's called Laptop Lifestyle Bootcamp. And essentially it's a 12 week business boost, um, you know, boot camp for um, aspiring entrepreneurs and digital nomads. And these are people that honestly start and they have an idea. They're at that exact point of, okay, I know a business I want to start, but I don't even have it started yet. And it's all the way up for people, I would say, within their first six months of business. However, the real shift of this program is it takes you from either an idea or from kind of being that scattered freelancer to actually mm -hmm. setting everything up in your business and learning how to operate for long-term success. That's yeah. kind of the key throughout this is we're not just setting up your business and your life to kind of start to make money and get going, right? We're setting things up the right way from the beginning so that you're set up for long-term success. And this goes through like everything from um, website, onboarding process, how to do discovery calls, all the way back to mindset, time management, just mm -hmm. all the skills that you need to really hit the ground running and launch after these 12, um, after these 12 weeks. And the clients in it are just like this community, I think is one of the most amazing things. And the reason why I love this program, because it is yeah. so intimate. We're meeting every single week. Um, the girls in the program that's currently running are literally best friends. They actually scheduled calls without <laughs> me in them. Um, and I think it's just so supportive to have a business community of people who get it as you go along this journey. Um, but some of these girls, um, they have already had client, like massive success. One girl cut her hours in half, doubled her rates and signed three clients last week. And we're not even done with the wow. program. Um, so it's just amazing to watch everyone gain so much confidence in themselves and the way that their business is going to run. That's absolutely amazing. All right. So if people want to find out more about your program or just follow along with you on Instagram, watch all your stories, like I do be a stalker here in Bali, <laughs> um, where can we find you online? 
Yes. All my stuff is super easy. It is Amanda Colby, except my last name is spelled kind of weird. So maybe it's not easy, but um, my Instagram is Amanda Colby, K-O-L-B-Y-E. My website is www.amandacolby.com. And if you're interested in laptop lifestyle, I honestly always tell people, if you're interested in anything, just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm on there all day, every day. Um, Yes, you are. AmandaColby.com slash laptop dash lifestyle dash bootcamp. So amazing. All right, Amanda. So if you could say one last thing to the audience today at the end of the episode, what would it be? Uh, I would say literally just do it. Like whatever it is, I promise you, you will not regret going after it, even if it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to. Mm. I could not imagine my life any differently than it is now, but a year ago, I couldn't imagine the life I have now. And so you just have to take a chance on yourself. I think that is 100% what it boils down to. I love that. And I feel the exact same way. Guys, you heard it here on the Millennial Business Business Podcast. Just do it because you will be able to achieve anything that you put your mind to. Amanda, thank you so much for joining me. I had the absolute best time talking to you because I missed you so much and I just love you. Um, (laughs) We've like the cutest little friendship here on the podcast, guys. Hope you're appreciating this. Um, Guys, if you did enjoy the episode, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share it um, on your Insta stories. Tag us. Let us know what you thought, if you loved it, if you didn't. I'm open to good and bad criticism. And until next week, Thank you and goodbye. Bye. Want even more millennial business insights and to connect with like-minded business owners from around the world? Join our Facebook community for tips on how to take your business to the next level and chat with myself and other listeners. All you have to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash millennial girls media gang to be a part of this wonderful community. For show notes and downloads, head to www.themillennialbusinesspodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's guest and me. If you enjoyed this week's show, would you just take a screenshot and post it to your Insta story? I know this episode could help so many other business owners to see the amazing changes that they can make to grow their business exponentially. Until next time, my awesome listeners, keep chasing your big business goals and thank you so much for tuning in to the Millennial Business Podcast.